Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast. It is our first one for uh, this week. You know, we have a program note for uh, everybody, yeah. for you. Uh, we have a, a Brad and Brit cast this day as we uh, go to uh, press ships at sea, all that shit. Monday, Tuesday, nothing. We nothing. go dark. Nothing. We're back for two more Wednesday and Thursday. And then the following week, nothing. Nothing. That's right. We're dark, as they say. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's that's that. So plan your life around us and you'll do just fine. That's correct. Just listen to one of the best of shows. They're all best of. I don't oh, understand. Uh, please, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All best of shows. All right, I got a list here. You want my list? I want your list. All right. Uh, who's tasting Putin's food these days? Um, Apple, down. Not the stock. Apple. Uh, Ted Cruz needs to be on his own no-fly list. Hey, Thoughts and prayers for Clarence Thomas. And Lindsey Graham throws a hissy fit. And it's Monday. <laughs> so. It's a lot to deal with. Uh, let, let's start with tasting Putin's food. Let's find out what that's all about. Um, okay. Uh, it looks like the heir apparent, the uh, the number two guy, the um, the uh, Hubert Davis to Roy Williams, the uh, person in waiting is uh, already named here, and the uh, guy who would take over should anything unfortunate happen to Vladimir Putin is. Surprise, the guy who runs the FSB, which is the old KGB with a, with a new name, new call letters, that's Vladimir Putin's old job. His name is uh, Alexander Bortkanov. All right. And uh, do, do, do we know how they get along, or is there palace intrigue that we don't know about? One day are we going to wind up, find out that... Uh, that Novachuk shit got put into Putin's underpants like he did to uh, Navalny, the opposition leader. And, and he's, we don't know. We don't know. Um, but there is an influential group of Kremlin insiders who have been plotting to oust Putin. This is according to the uh, Sun newspaper, which uh, is uh, both published in Britain and in the United States. The goal of that Russian elite is to supposedly remove him from power as soon as possible before restoring economic ties with the West. Hey, guys, guess what? You're not going to be able to restore economic ties with the West until you do it, okay? So um, you don't get to set the uh, uh, agenda as to when there would be the resumption of economic ties with the West. I'll boil that down to a simple language. Before McDonald's opens again, okay? Uh, you don't nice. Do that. Um, uh, we do, and McDonald's does. Uh, the successor is official. He's already been lined up. It's this guy I told you about, Alexander Bortnov. His first name is spelled with an O at the beginning, Oleg Sander. Sure. Um, so, do we know, what do we know? What do we know about him other than he's uh, Mr. KGB these days? Don't you? You need to know. He's seventy. Yeah. He's seventy, and apparently they they came up together. Okay, kind of like uh, no. uh, Dustin Hoffman and Gene Hackman. You ever hear their stories about being roommates and shit when they, yeah. when they make $8 a week? Between, they're pretty good. I love them. They do have they're some great. funny stories about that they shit. They do have some funny, funny stories of being really, really poor. 
I don't know if that was a roommate combination of Burt Reynolds and Rip Torn up in New York back in the day. That was that would have been. I didn't a fun, know about that. Yeah, I did not to, know that. Yeah, they used to be uh, roomies up in New York. That would have been a crazy apartment to be in. I don't know if you would have survived it. Sure. 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 There's the there's uh, the story. So again, it's uh, meet the new boss, same as the old boss, basically. I mean, it seems like there's not going to be a whole lot of difference. Well, well, well right. Obviously, that's you know, yeah, no, nothing's going to change um, uh, instantly. Uh, think but how many stories times, are true. The it, old, think how many times in the old Soviet Union the guy would die and get replaced by some other um, old fossil who yeah. was just as shitty. So. <laughs> But it is, I mean, it, there's, it's interesting these stories are uh, kind of leaking out. I don't know if, the, I don't know how accurate they are, but it does seem like some of the rich folks in, in Russia are getting pretty nervous about some of the shit that's going on. They're not impervious. The, you know, the country is, even some of the people who are ultra wealthy are, are losing money and they're kind of adjusting their collars a little bit. They're, they're starting to feel some of the pressure if these stories are indeed accurate. Yeah. We, we, we don't know whether, uh, a, a, a multi-billionaire who's only a multi-billionaire because he was friends with Putin and Putin put them in the position to control all of the uh, the platinum or something. Yeah. It, so he's so he's a billionaire. If if that guy loses ninety percent of his money right now for whatever reason and he's only worth you know a half a a, a billion dollars instead of ten billion, whether that causes a change at the top, I think. Anything's going to happen, and it doesn't. This is not something to, to go to the bank on. It it has to be because of the impossibility of covering up the number of deaths and the march mm. of the mothers of Russia, and this is what happened during Afghanistan. Right, uh, and and that was remember. I think it took many many years many many years to come even close to the number of deaths already uh, suffered by the russian army at the hands of ukraine in just a few weeks so if you want to play that you can play that card for hope that uh you know mothers of of, of dead soldiers are, are going to have a voice and are you going to arrest all of them are you going to put them in jail too uh, he tries to do so, certain things which I think are just not sustainable. Like they said during Crimea, they would have the, the funerals at four, five o'clock in the morning so that nobody would see the bodies being buried. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's only so much of that shit you can do before people start catching on. We got a lot of dead people here, and it doesn't seem right. to be a whole lot of benefit for it. Right. I mean, it, it, it seems like the number one governmental function in Russia right now is to try to close off any lines of communication with the outside world so that the vast, vast majority of people will continue to get those phone calls from their relatives overseas and answer those calls with, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean yeah. bombing hospitals, bombing theaters, bombing nurseries? You're crazy. Everything's great. The, the uh, opera, what are you, you know, that's his, that's, that's all he's got, right. Is to try to keep that, that, uh, that hermetically sealed, bubble boy we've used the word bubble a million times for many years to describe different groups of people who only get their news and see it one way from one source that's There's... a bubble but that's just a <laughs> fox bubble okay this may be a little bit more extreme than the fox bubble i think we have to say that 
And as you pointed out, there's only so much he can do to keep that information from getting through. I think that's the casualties are a huge thing. I think also just the economic damage done to the country, which wasn't doing all that great in the first place. And right. now and they're, if, getting, uh, they're, they're getting squeezed from all angles right now. Well, if the headline, and I, I, I didn't have time to dive into the headline beyond just being the headline, that in Europe, they are now starting to think about getting really serious and saying, we are considering saying no to all Russian oil. That was the yeah. big cause, right? Yeah. Because those countries are heavily dependent on it. Russian energy. Um it's one thing for us to uh, say no thank you to our, our relatively small portion. That's that's one thing. That's symbolic. It's important. We did it. But for the Europeans, it is it is their lifeline. But um, they, they're together in a way that uh, we never thought. And um, I don't know how it's going to turn out. I don't, I don't, have, I don't know. But anyway, so, so Putin... So Putin, um, he's got to be the most paranoid person on earth right now, don't you think? I would hope so. He's, 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 okay, so who do you trust? Who do you, who do you, how do you do that? How does that work when, I don't know. I, I hope that every bit of his, every day and night is filled with terror. I hope he can't sleep. I hope he's got the night sweats. I mean, looking over his shoulder the entire time. I hope that, you know, that'd be fantastic if that was what his life was fearing some sort of assassination, fearing the sort of thing that he's done to people for nigh on, you know, 30, 40 years. I, I was looking uh, back to uh, Nuremberg rallies that Hitler held in, in Germany in the 1930s, right? To, to whip the, uh, whip the fans into shape. You, you've seen the, the pictures and the video a million times. There's, there's, there's hundreds of thousands of people who and I was trying to see if I could find a picture of Hitler that was similar to the pictures that you saw from what Putin did last week. And the picture that I'm referring to, and you've seen it, I know, is Putin by himself. He's by himself standing there talking. And even the long shot, there's no one, it appears, within a hundred yards of him and there's this big uh you know half moon crescent uh adornment stage decoration thing around him but there's no one near him no one near him and he's just standing there with a mic and he really looks nervous and i don't think he went on for very many minutes he didn't have much of a message of course um but i couldn't find a hitler uh, uh analogy in terms of the pictures that any pictures you see of Hitler at those rallies, there are people fairly close to him. Or even when you see him looking out over the audience from behind, he's, he's not isolated by a hundred feet or a hundred yards from everybody. I worked it. I tried to work it. I was hoping you gave it a uh, shot. That's like, that's the kind of thing I could probably get tossed off of Facebook for a month. If I, if I put those pictures up there, don't you think? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. They're, they're, they've got some weird rules and sort of stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, the irony also of him being poisoned after all the poisoning that they've done to people would be something kind of delicious. Well, the idea yeah. of him being poisoned. I, mean, I, 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 mean, I don't want to say, right. I, I, and and I, I don't mean to be flippant about it, which means I'm about to be flippant about it. Right. Um, 
but Putin cannot throw a rally like Hitler did. Yeah. He really could. I mean, no, first of yeah. all, um, uh, you know, Hitler was whipping that that populist into a frenzy and uh, getting them prepped to go to war for reasons that a lot of them really, 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 really believed in. Uh, Putin, again, this could all be coverage from our angle, from our point of view, to make us feel like everything's going better than it might actually be. But we're certainly under the impression, and our intelligence services report this, and we hear that not only are the uh, Russian soldiers' hearts not in this, not only are some of them dropping their weapons and walking away, not only was there another, another press conference about two or three days ago of Russian soldiers sitting there at a, at a press conference, looked like any press conference after a basketball game or a political, and they're sitting there, and they are telling the story of how nobody wants this. What the fuck is this? I can't right. go back to my country. This is the right. worst. Who the fuck came up with this? Okay. Right. I don't, I don't recall, or again, you know, you have to go back and look at all the coverage. I don't recall that happening a lot in, in, in Germany, the, you know, the first few weeks of World War II, where they were already just throwing in the towel. In other words, this is all Putin's fantasy. This is all inside his head. Any reasons? It appears, I don't have proof of this, that the average Russian, the ones who are closed off from the truth about the violence and the bombing and the assassinations and the kidnapping and the genocide going on in Ukraine, those are the people that Putin is trying to protect from finding out information that really would cause you know, a million people to take to the streets of Moscow tomorrow. Right. If they knew. Because the uh, Russian newscaster, the woman who held up the sign, remembered the things that she said in interviews. And one of them is, they can't arrest us all. Well, they can't, but, you know, Stalin, as a model, kind of can arrest them all. But they, not, not this time around. I don't think, but Putin is really going as, as Hitlerish as we thought. They are putting people on trains in Ukraine. They are sending them out to Siberia right now. They are grabbing people off the streets. It's happening right now. So the ethnic cleansing, the extermination of the vermin, it's happening. Um, so if the Europeans decide to not take the oil, Good for them. They take it seriously. It's right in their backyard. We take it seriously, but we're here. But they take it seriously because it's their neighbor that's that's doing this to their neighborhood. And but kudos to India for buying that oil on the cheap, though. Way to way to go in there oh, and get that. <laughs> right, it's just, just right. Just that's exactly right. <laughs> fuck them. I can't believe that shit. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll we'll step in uh, and buy that shit. You're, you're per- it's perfectly fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Apple down, not the stock. Apple. Ted Cruz needs to be on his own no-fly list. Uh, thoughts and prayers for Clarence Thomas. And Lindsey Graham throws himself a hissy fit. Of course he does. It's Monday. 
let's do the Apple outage, which apparently is uh, has affected a lot of folks. A lot of problems with Apple today. Apple Maps, Apple Music, some of their sites are down within the last uh, hour as we speak. Outage is thought to be global. Uh, happening in Britain and the United States. There's problems with Apple TV, iTunes. What? What? I can't see Ted Lasso this afternoon? Yeah, Fuck, you, this is serious. You were going to binge some serious Ted Lasso, but now it ain't going to happen. I'm sorry. The App Store, Apple support, and uh, Apple find my phone may be affected. Shit, I use Shit. that five times a day. I keep misplacing It's currently unclear what's causing the issues. It could be the Apple server's. It could be a uh, fat guy in New Jersey sitting on his couch hacking, right? That same guy. A massive massive cyber attack from, I don't know, Moscow? I'm not sure. Now, Britt, see, we don't want to accuse. We have no evidence. Yeah, no evidence at all. So so don't don't assume assume any. Uh, And by the way, can I take a side ramp here? Sure. We we need to do a little sports break. Is it just me, or was the officiating across the country in multiple games of the NCAA tournament the worst you've ever seen? I can was think of one. I can think of one, one particular game that had a, had a few interesting calls. I can think of one one specific game that I saw maybe on Saturday if I had to pinpoint it. Yeah. It was there was some not good, uh, I, and, and I'm being fair. We're talking about the the, the Carolina game in which Brady Manick, oh, their star right. player, was thrown out. Right, he should. Right, that was a terrible call. But you know what? What was a worse call? If it's possible for there to be a worse call than that, did did you see the uh, guy on Illinois who who got tossed because he hung on the rim after he dunked? <laughs> I did see and that. And he was he was he was not showboating. Yeah. He right. absolutely was not. You've seen what that guy did a million times, right? You've was, seen it was, a million times. It was like a safety thing. He was trying to ride himself so he didn't land absolutely. on his ass and crack his tailbone. Right. So they, they, they call a technical on him. Illinois was in the they get the pre, They get their shit handed to them and blown out. So the, there, were, there were a bunch of those. There are a bunch of those. I saw the – I was I was being completely fair as a Carolina fan. There were a couple of bad calls that benefited UNC at the end of that game, so I'm I'm being completely fair. But that one call to throw Brady Man out of that game could have, that could have changed the entire tournament. You got a one seed like that, and they're on the ropes, and all of a sudden the guy that's just lighting you up. I th- thought it was a flagrant one, but in any case, all's well that ends well, and we move on to the Sweet 16, right. which you won't be able to watch on your Apple phone anytime. <laughs> Hopefully, that'll be cleared up by. And by the time we get toward the end of the week, so you'll be able to watch that on your Apple phone, on your iPhone. All right. Uh, uh, thoughts and prayers for Clarence Thomas. Lindsay throws a hissy fit or Ted Cruz needs to be on his own no-fly list. Uh, let's talk about Clarence, uh, the guy who was a victim of a high-tech lynching nigh on 30-some-odd years ago, Brad. Clarence Thomas, Justice for the United States Supreme Court, in the hospital. The latest one here. Uh, okay, so he's at that uh, famous hospital in Washington, Sibley Memorial. Flu-like symptoms, and it's not COVID-related. Justices not have COVID, so they're going out of their way to say this. To to, to say that now, 
what is the what is the purpose behind that? Because a lot of people get COVID. Most people recover. Even people yeah. who are in their seventies, if they've been vaccinated, you're you're probably going to be good to go, and you're getting good health care. So why do you think they had to go out of their way to to uh, to say that about Claire? I don't know. You know, I hate to answer a question with a question, but why do you think? I mean, it's, it always seems like there's some reason that there's that they always make that is because you know he may, he may have COVID. I don't know. Um, Maybe, and there's, uh, this is all they've had all these stories about his wife's involvement with those January 6th insurrection deals. And she's been a problem for a long time. So by a- definition, he's married to someone who could be an anti-vaxxer based on the kind of people she hangs out with. And there, but no, uh, all the justices, according to uh, the information that we have, are are vaccinated. You know what I did? Here, here's the way I think, Britt, and I think all you right. might appreciate. It. I hope it. Uh, as you probably know, uh, Clarence Thomas uh, replaced Thurgood Marshall on the he Supreme did. Court. He sadly, in yes, 1991, right? Um, and uh, all these years later, he's the longest-serving justice, who's uh, still in there, right? thirty-plus years. Correct. And I thought the the most delicious irony to this, if he were to to let, let me just be uh, open and honest, if he were to die, okay, yeah. Yeah, and it yeah. would be an opening, um, would be for Joe Biden to be able to nominate uh, Thurgood Marshall. I said, does Thurgood Marshall have? Did he have a son? Nick? And the, the answer is yes. He does. But he's he's old too. Okay. Yeah, now, are yeah. there grandchildren named Thurgood Marshall? Okay. Just and, and it gets a little bit tougher. You know, yeah. I went to Twenty Three and Me. I went to Ancestry dot com, <laughs> and yes, there are there are a couple of grandsons. Wow. Uh, I can't remember whether one's a Thurgood Marshall the third, but the, and there's another one. But I I couldn't get any real. What about George Thorogood? Is he still alive? Is George Thorogood the George head Thorogood of the Marshall? Yeah, <laughs> would, yes, would he be bomb. available? Or is, are the Delaware destroyers still working? Or I'm not sure if he'd be right, available. Right. But I, I, I just would. Oh God, I would. Re- wouldn't that be the greatest thing ever? I, 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 if there was I, an opening right now in the. I, I laughingly commented to nominate someone. Oh my God, it would be so great. I comically said, even though I know the Senate is not. You know, that Mitch McConnell's not in control of the Senate. The new Mitch McConnell rule is you cannot nominate somebody for the Supreme Court during a year with high inflation. That is the new McConnell rule. We can't we can't do it. We've, it's been well established. It's a Biden rule that I just pulled out of my ass. But uh, I'm I, afraid, I thought you could nominate someone in a year when a 15 seed beats a number one seed. In the <laughs> that's NCAA. correct. You can't do it. It's just, that's that's been a rule. Isn't We've followed it in the, in the Senate for a long, long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, uh, the hearings for Katanji Brown Jackson have begun. I, I know that they've gone back and forth with everything and with the fine truth comb. The only thing I saw that she was on some sort of committee at Harvard that they, they're insisting she would recuse herself on some sort of affirmative action case. That's like the biggest thing that they've got on her, right? You know, I actually, I wish the Republicans would go all in. And be the racist fucks that they really want to be on behalf of much of their constituency who are racist fucks. Okay, I wish they would do that. No, no, don't hold back. Show us who you are. You show us all the time. Don't pretend and don't 
don't hold back and then vote against her anyway. All right. So here you go. Here's Lindsey Graham, yeah, who has voted for uh, Judge Jackson at the lower court level a couple times, but this time he's not sure. He is not sure. And you're ready. You want to know why this 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 pissant. Terrible person yeah. who's up. Everybody knows is a bad guy. Who is it? He's just as 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 the sun is shining. He just yeah yeah. He's complaining that liberal groups, liberals, had opposed his favorite candidate, who was Michelle Childs, the judge from South Carolina that was his favorite, kind of a favorite son, favorite daughter kind of thing. He wanted her and his comment is, well, if that's the way the game is going to be played, then I'll have a response and I don't expect it to reward that way of playing the game. What the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? Who made you the president of the United States to have the sole authority to appoint a nominee to the Supreme Court? And if you don't get your person, you're going to vote against her, even though you voted for her over and over again when she was up for lower court federal judge positions. What kind of inconsistent, hypocritic bullshit is that what just what is that all about and the answer is it's lindsey graham and you know what i hope every republican votes against her go on record makes don't don't fuck with the brand don't fuck with the brand because uh, especially the one third of them who are probably involved in primaries or elections in 2022 you don't want your opponents in the primary, to be able to say that you voted for this person, right? So I had to vote against. But they never suffer. They never suffer from this racist shit. The Republicans always, you always think, well, they're going to, once they see how racist, no, they just, they, they do better. The more racist they are, the, the better they do against their base. Their base eats this shit up. It looks like Lindsey Graham, though, is in this, like, Betty Davis mode where he's just very dramatic. <laughs> you expect him at the end of these rants to just throw a bullet across his throat and then just kind of storm off. I don't, I don't know what the hell he does. It, it's incredibly dramatic. So what he's saying now is that he's no longer going to be the nice Lindsey Graham. He's going to start being an asshole. Is that, is that what I'm – from this rant, is that what I'm getting? When, when was he the nice Lindsey Graham? Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know if you can be a bigger dick, but okay, bring it on, I guess. I, I'm not sure. Uh, judge, uh, Justice to be Jackson is from Miami, went to Harvard. She once shared a scene in a drama class with, that's right, Matt Damon. Did you know that Matt Damon gets bumped from Jimmy Kimmel's show almost every it's, it's Have you ever seen it? It's really funny. How does it's he fun. do that? He's a huge star. Why does Jimmy keep bumping him? I don't understand. <clears throat> Her husband is a surgeon. They have two daughters. Yeah. She was a public defender from 05 to 07. Uh, among her clients was an Afghan detainee at Guantanamo. The United States sent him back to Afghanistan in 2014. She was no longer involved in the case. But that doesn't matter. <laughs> that doesn't matter, does it? 
<laughs> I mean, they have gone over uh, when you when you do this when when you are nominated for this post. You know, it, it's they go right up your rectum with the, it's a colonoscopy. It's, it's everything. They find out everything you've ever done, every bad yeah, check you've ever written. You know who every, she works for? Who's you, it? You know that guy Ken Feinberg, the guy who makes all the decisions on who gets the money after September yeah. 11th. He's the yeah. one. He's like the most fair person. She worked for him. Oh damn it! In fact, she did work on the uh, 9/11 compensation. Oh, plan. that's the end of her. <laughs> I mean, of course, as, as everyone's heard, she was a uh, um, she was with uh, Justice Breyer there as uh, one of his uh, assistants. Well, they're not interns. What do they call them? Uh, clerks. Clerks. Right. She clerked for him. So there's nothing. I mean, there's just nothing controversial. Where are SAT scores? We haven't seen her SAT scores, Britt. Well, there's no about that. There's nothing controversial about her. So the first lady of the American theater, Lindsey Graham, has to get pissed off and <laughs> throw, throw a hissy fit. And, you know, it's just, it's, it, he does this stuff all the time. You know, he works up a good lather. I can't, oh, he worked up a good lather during the Kavanaugh hearings, too, about how the Kavanaugh family was just being raped. You know, it was, just a, it was the, you remember that, that fit that oh, he threw? Didn't he hold like a separate press conference after the, the hearings he did, but after. like in the live hearings, he started just pounding the desk and spitting and just you know snotting and he just he does he works up a good one of these things every now and again and it's that that is like wrestling that's that's what we call cutting a promo. Lindsay's going to cut his money promo here and he's going to get upset for a minute and he's going to spit and then eventually he'll calm down and come back to his baseline level of queendom or whatever he's doing and then you know it, it's fine. But I. I I don't see the point in these things. I guess it drums up some. I, sometimes, you know, when you get these things, when a coach goes into halftime and starts throwing clipboards around and shit, it fires up the team for the second half. I, I guess that's what he's trying to do. I don't know. Because they got nothing on her other than just well, yeah, abject. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, why, why don't you try to analyze it as the Republican? Where's, where's the upside in, in going after her? as opposed to the uh, upside in voting for her and then being able to say, we're the bipartisan people, we're the unifiers, Joe, I mean, that's what I would do. Well, it seems to me that, that, that that's an easy call in, in, instead, especially considering the situations that we face in so many other parts of our life besides what should be a, a, a logical continuation of one of the three branches of government going back to the beginning of the country, which is Supreme Court nominations. One person leaves, another person replaces him. You don't have, there's no rule that says you have to turn this into a spectacle. This hasn't been going on for 200 and some years. Uh, for a long time, it was you know, not a big deal at all. Um, in fact, I think the first really over-the-top contentious thing was the Clarence Thomas thing. With uh, it was a big deal because there was head of the Senate Judiciary Committee then, Britt. Who was it? Joe Biden. Uh, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. <laughs> but he had, he had a great counterpart on the other side. There was Strom Thurmond <laughs> as lead lead guy for the Republicans. So it was a real real face-off. Well, I mean, the the Bork thing was one thing. But the 24-hour news channels were much more established, like when, when Clarence, like CNN was much more of a thing and stuff. 
when the Clarence Thomas thing was happening with the live hearings and then they were in prime time. And yeah, it was way more dramatic than the Bork shit, right? But in 1991, Fox wasn't even a trickle down Roger Ailes' pants yet. You like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. Let's yeah, uh, go yeah. to uh, another of the asshole brothers, Ted Cruz. What are we? What are we talking about with Ted Cruz today? Uh, this guy has a real problem at airports. <laughs> uh, he was in Montana, which, by the way, a lot of Texas senators spend a lot of their off time in Montana, as you know. Actually, yeah. they do a lot of fundraising for assholes in Montana. I believe it's uh, one of the top asshole fundraiser states it is he got into a fight this is at bozeman international airport he got pissed by something not identified in uh, whatever cell video there is of it but the cops were called <laughs> oh boy he appeared to be wearing his uh, signature gray mask his ted cruz mask that has the condom shaped cannon on it that says come and take it so he's still oh, he's still, doing he's still that. there with that we're, we've moved on, Ted. We're doing the Let's Go Brandon mask now, you asshole. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he needs to be on his own personal no-fly list. I'm telling you. <laughs> Ted Cruz, no no fly. Get get yourself a, a John Madden cruiser and drive around the country if you need it. John uh, Madden but, cruiser, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Outback was a sponsor. You get, like, Remington or Smith & Wesson to sponsor the – the Ted Cruz mobile, the cruiser. I, I've already figured out a name for it. We'll just call it the cruiser. Come on. Do I have to think of all the marketing? It says no, he misses, no, he missed his flights, uh, check-in window and they were giving him a hard time about that. That's when he threw a hissy fit and that's when the cops had to come. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty preposterous. Well, all right. Uh, I'm not going to do that. I know you, uh, I know you saw the 60 Minutes thing last night about this company out of Toronto called Tricon. This is a huge, yeah. this was a big story. And this is what uh, I think a lot of people know, but they kind of were able to get the information in one good piece last night with Leslie Stahl, where a lot of these Wall Street firms are just buying up houses and then jacking up the prices. And then, of course, the people who are renting are having their rent jacked up 30, 40, 50%, even way more. So the squeeze is on for anybody that wants to, I don't know, live in a dwelling it's a, a huge problem and don't you believe that this eventually ends up with a massive crash because we never learned shit mm, not necessarily all right not necessarily because you know i mean the real reason just macro on why rents are going up is because there isn't enough rental housing out there it, it's almost as if there was a, a bunch of pent-up demand because too many people were living in mom's basement and when people were living in mom's basement, they weren't renting their own apartments. This is pretty simplistic, I know, but very there, simplistic. Yes. a lot of truth to it. But but people, if you think about this, last year, you've already heard this, you already know this is true. Um, 2021 was the biggest year, most number of weddings in American history. Why? Because all the weddings that were planned in 2020 got got called off. And got postponed, like the one I went to in November of 2021 in Southern California. That was supposed to be the year before. Well, those people who are getting married, they're they're wanting to uh, finish what begins their American dream of a blissful life together uh, and buy a home. 
that's that's just it people want to do it people want to buy houses so there aren't enough uh we've been building houses in any kind of great numbers since the crash of 2007 2008 home builders went out of business people who were uh, skilled in those areas went on to do other things so there aren't even physically in a human sense enough people who can pound nails right now to build the number of houses if you could wave a magic wand and say all right next year let's build four million houses i think the the uh, the number right now that gets built is between maybe one and a half million something like that and that's just just not enough so not enough houses are being built people have to rent because they can't buy a house so the rents go up so who saw an opportunity the answer is companies like the one that was talked about on 60 minutes last night and another one i know of called invitation homes uh you can trade these they're stocks they've been doing pretty well well this is the tricon you speaking of this is tricon i think they're up 62 percent over the past year right right and uh but the guy who's the ceo who was on 60 minutes he was about as slick he was about as good as you can ever get ever get on 60 minutes and answer the questions not look like you're evading anything and not look like a criminal this guy was really really wasn't he good he, he was. was really good he was. And, and he did point out and i think he's he is correct that the number of rental properties that are actually owned out of whatever tens of millions of rental properties there are by these wall street firms is only uh, two or three percent now that doesn't sound like a lot and from mom and pop own three properties they rent them out that's how they're able to fund their retirement there's more of that and that adds up to a lot more homes for rent and apartments for rent than what these companies do but but on the other hand a couple of percent starting to to squeeze and take properties off the market refurbish them jack up the price Mm -hmm. that can suddenly mean something it's just like with oil if a couple of percentage points of oil disappears from the market what happens it's a a crisis so the the wall street uh, analogy but well the wall street dream is to have rental properties where you can jack up the rent to where they can't afford the rent then people look try to own a house and they can't afford a house because you've you've inflate the prices because you're in control of the market that's the that's the wall street dream right now which doesn't seem like great that doesn't seem like a good thing for a lot of people i mean we no. talked about the middle class getting getting squeezed for a long time and we've talked about you talked about the kids living in the basement a lot of that was because they have just crushing student loans i mean that that that's something that's stolen away the idea of home ownership for a generation it would seem and now this situation where a lot of these people are are capitalizing off of this Home ownership is just, it ain't, it ain't going to happen. Sorry. But, uh, Britt, let me introduce you to something. <laughs> it's called the invisible hand. It's called the invisible hand, my friend. And right. The market will take care of uh, all imbalances over time. It's just, a, I don't know. I, I don't know what the answer to, to, uh, to something like this is. The, if if the I wish to, if, if I wish to do this right now, uh, I could get the house fixed up get it sold, make a couple of bucks off the house. But then I would have, I wouldn't know where, I had nowhere to live. 
I would have, that would be the problem with me if Brit, I wished to find one. Brit, Brit, we're still in our house. You yeah. never downsized. Yeah, we got plenty of room for you, buddy. <laughs> plenty of room. Well, that's it. Who we got two kids who uh, flew the coop, and I guarantee you they ain't coming back. Yeah, they're so, doing all right. Upstairs, upstairs. Well, I'm not saying I'm going to do it. I'm just saying Come if, on, I, man. If, if I looked at it's a you know it's a seller's market. Hey, they got some of these firms, and if you want to pay this this uh, you know want to pay, I make uh, I'll just say I make a hundred thousand dollars over what I paid for the house, right? A hundred grand. I, I just pocket that money, but then I, I got I got nowhere to live. Did you I got nowhere to live? Did you get that thing in the mail yet? Oh, I've got. I get those things all the time, and then you go on Zillow. No, no, Zillow. The, real, the real one, the real yeah. one from the county we live. Oh, in. Oh, yeah, but that doesn't day. that doesn't matter. That's not a thing. I mean, that's again, well, there. Well, your no, assessed tax is, value is, of the house is the assessed tax value. But they do, but they do that based on what people have been paying. Yeah, in your neighborhood. But so they, that's never I'm based. Sure, and I'm sure it's way up. I know. I know ours is ours yeah, is just way if, up. So, and we know what houses are selling. Well, but the Zillow, the, the Zillow thing is like another 30 or 40% above that when you go to Zillow, which has also been another thing that's yeah. been, well, there killing, you know. so let's say, let's say you cut, cut the uh, difference, split the difference there. It's still a lot, isn't it? It's, it's quite a bit, it's but again, the, the place, the dwelling that you would need to rest your head at the end of the day, after you sell the dwelling you were in is a huge, massive, unbelievable problem. You know, I, I just, I think we're headed that we, we never learn. It just feels like this feels bubblicious to me. This whole thing feels bubblicious to me. I mean, you can call me nuts. It feels like these guys are going to be left with a bunch of properties that no one can afford. And then eventually crash and burn. And then we're looking at stagflation this year anyway. That's that's the big S word that everybody's talking about. Uh, I, I I don't see how it's sustainable over a period of time. I think this 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 looks and I'm <laughs> look, I'm not saying yeah, if you had the balls, go ahead and short some of these stocks. No, fuck that. I, I feel like it's going to crumble. I can't tell if it's going to happen six months from now, six years from now, three. I don't I don't know, but it, it feels bubblicious to me. So you're a glass half empty guy, huh? 